0: Hello, and welcome to Miss Checkpoints, the Video Game Book Club podcast. Today we're starting our discussion on her story. I'm your host Marcus and joining me today as always are the homies. First up we have Trevor.
1: What's going on?
0: Next we have Greg. What's going on, yo? Yeah? And then a sneak, uh, wild guest appearance. So this was not necessarily planned, but we have Dante. How's it going? What's up, man? Um how 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 you uh how you been?
2: I've been pretty good. Um I was excited because I kind of forgot what game you guys were playing next. Then I looked at the thing and I saw her story, and it's probably in my top twenty for this generation, if not the top ten. So okay, yeah, okay. Sorry for showing my hand. Your hand? No, uh, you're good. Game. You're
0: good. I, I figured when, once we had talked, I figured you you wouldn't have, or you wouldn't have mentioned what you mentioned if uh, you weren't interested. Um, but, uh, this is Greg's first game for the month of February, so I'm going to kick it to him so he can introduce it.
3: All right, so, uh, the reason I picked this game, uh, this is a game I probably wouldn't normally play, um, but I figured it would be something good to kind of dip my toes in, I guess, and, uh, also to try and have, like, a discussion, because I've heard about the story of this, so I was kind of interested based off that. Um, Her Story is an interactive film game written and directed by Sam Barlow. Uh, Sam Barlow is a video game designer who was previously known for his work on Silent Hill Origins and Silent Hill uh, Shattered Memories. Uh, He worked under Climax Studios at the time and decided to go independent. Uh, Barlow avoided development until he had a solid concept to work on, stating that uh, he could have created a horror exploration game with the experience he had, but uh, he would have had to make too many compromises due to that. Barlow took his life savings to work on her story and... Took about a year of development. Her story was approved through Steam Greenlight and was crowdfunded by Indie Fund, and released on June twenty fourth, twenty fifteen, on a Windows, Mac, and iOS. An Android version was later released on June twenty sixth, uh, uh, yeah, June 26 twenty sixteen. Her story was well received critically, with an average score of ninety one on Metacritic. And most praise the game for his unique way of telling a story. Strong performance from Viva. I'm going to mess up this name, but Viva Serfrit. I'm probably like butchering that name.
0: I think it's like Seifert is how okay. I read it. The go. main character? Yeah, the main character. The, the actress, the, character. the actress, yeah. yeah.
3: And uh, and the ways that her story challenges conventional game design. And uh, that's about all I had for it.
0: Okay, and I'm guessing all of us played this on PC Nobody played on the Android.
3: Had or... I had I known it was on Android, I probably would have played it that way. But yeah, I played on PC.
0: Yeah, I was PC as well.
3: And the only reason, thinking back on it, was I think this is a game that my wife actually would have been pretty interested in. So it kind of would have been something we could have, uh, you know, could have tried to play together. But I mean, she's not going to sit in here in front of the computer with me. So
0: I had the same exact. Uh... Thought like with my wife i was like you should watch me play this game or whatever which is like now that means she has to get up and come to this other room and i was like she's like that ain't happening yeah. so i was like you would probably like this game like she doesn't even play games but just as like a, a bystander but she was like not having it but i do think that it would have been funky to like sell the look of this game on a phone playing it on a phone so you think so
2: that was kind of my thing, and I try not to get this way about video games. But this is one of those where I'm like, you have to play it this way, and like, just thinking about going through this game on like a mobile screen just kind of it—it it literally upsets me when I think about it. It, it.
1: didn't I, bother me. I played on iOS. Wow.
3: Well, and... I was—I was thinking the only thing that would be kind of uh, jarring to the experience is the fact that when you have to search it's going to take you out the experience because now, like, a keyboard's popping up or whatever versus you actually typing, you know, when you're going through the search stuff.
1: So my original intention was to play on iPad, but I ended up playing it on my phone, like, on my lunch breaks. And it wasn't that bad.
0: (sighs) My heart. (laughs) Dude, so, like, you just pull up, like, you're, you're looking at this game. So, like, I guess the thing that we're trying to say is, like, the whole aesthetic of this game is, it is like Windows 95, right?
2: VHS, we have Windows, yes.
0: Yeah, and so, like, here we have, like, the whole interface of the game is is displayed through, like, a tube monitor, you know, like a CRT uh, monitor with um, Windows 95 kind of interface. Um, there's, like, a glare of, like, fluorescent lights reflecting off the uh screen of the uh the monitor you're looking at and like all the um the icons on the desktop are like super antiquated
2: it's even got like that crt filter where it's aliased every other line or whatever yeah yeah
0: so so the fact that trevor is like when you do the thing in this game that you do, it pulled like I'm guessing it pulled up the modern iOS keyboard, Trevor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. It,
1: it is not so when I when I played this game, I understand I understood what it was trying to do. Like I knew what the aesthetic was and just like
2: Just like Luca, right? <laughs> you understood it. See,
1: <laughs> like, I don't know. It It only took me, what, five minutes to to go through the interface and be like, okay, I see what they're doing here. All right, now I don't mind this keyboard popping up in front of everything. Very, so, it, it didn't break me away from it at all.
2: All right, I just got to ask this general question real quick, because even more so than the whole, like, immersiveness of the experience or the um, graphics and stuff I I don't even know I I don't even know who I'm asking this to but personally I feel like this game is like a one sitting type of game so to hear that you did it during your lunch breaks kind of just it baffles me as far as like how that would change the experience because there's just so many notes I was taking as I was going along and trying to pick up where i left off it'd be like five times worse than phoenix right
1: so whenever you close out of the game and open it back up the last thing you search for is still in your like i guess like your search history or it's it's still typed into the search bar so it wasn't difficult for me to pick back up where i left off
0: i i i don't disagree with you dante but i also i I played this game in uh about three chunks so i did like a a, day one was 30 minute chunk day two was an hour and a half and then day three was uh split up uh an an hour uh, an hour and 30 minutes or so so it took me about four hours to beat this game and um The one thing I will say is like what Trevor said. Yeah, like the last thing you searched is still up. But there was a couple of times where I was like, especially when I revealed something later on that I was like, oh, this makes this thing look make sense. I didn't remember what I searched to get that previous clip. Um, So that was the difficulty I had. But it was really cool to play this game in, in, in bits and pieces because uh, I, it gave me time to think about and kind of craft the story in my head.
1: Yeah, and, and I was actually talking to one of my coworkers about the game, and being able to talk to somebody about it and not be at a point where you could, I guess, spoil things, you know, kind of made it for a great conversation, because I was kind of explaining how the game worked and the gist of what you're trying to do in the game. Um, So, you know, I agree with Marcus. Like, you know, you have time to kind of process everything, and even talking about it kind of adds to your understanding of what's going on.
0: So, there's two things. I want to, like, talk about what we're actually talking about, but I don't think it is possible to spoil this game.
2: I mean... The very ending you can spoil.
0: But I don't... But I feel like the game... Like There's so many interpretations that you can take at the ending that I think that it depends on what the player or the person that is getting spoiled has seen. And depending on where they're leaning on the character slash characters determines how they interpret that spoiler.
2: Fair about the ending, but there is a fundamental twist to how you perceive one of the characters. So I, I will say that... At least that part was a spoiler once you have, quote-unquote, the revelation.
0: Okay. All right, let's, let's get into the, the, the actual gameplay, because we've kind of been skipping ahead past it. Um, so, getting back into it. Um, so, basically, the game is set entirely on the desktop of an old PC. And what you're doing is, uh, I think the way the game said it is you are... Um, using this thing called the logic database and, uh, you're basically, it's this, uh, system or program that they use to store these video clips of this old murder that happened in the, in the nineties in 1994. And it's broken up into, I think it was like 200 and something video clips of, um, uh, detectives interviewing people. Um, and you're watching, you know, clips varying from three seconds all the way up to two minute long clips. And the way you find these clips is you search it, you, you type into the logic database, a key, a keyword. And uh, the thing is, is, you know, from the jump, there's, you know, X of, there's a lot of clips. And then the way they kind of not overwhelm you is if you search in a keyword, like the word murder, which is the first thing the game suggests that you do. It will say like murder is pinned in uh, 45 videos or clips, but they're only going to show you the first five or they're only going to show you five of them. And so the, the cool thing about this game is the game has it's it's transcripted, you know, so you can search a word. And if it was said in the video, it'll pop up in the search. Um, so the, the, that leads to some, some times where if you search a word like murder that shows up on 21 videos and you can only see five, you have to add another keyword in order to specify and kind of, uh, shrink down the, the amount of hits you get to be able to see all the videos associated with the word murder. And, um, you, you kind of, you're, you're left to your own devices at that point because you're getting... Clips that are in not sequential order. So you may see uh, specifically like a, a, a clip that is like you know the woman explaining her husband's disappearance, and then the next clip you might see that mentions murder or like let's say another keyword like the word black. It was like it, another word asking her for, for her asking for black coffee you know or if you search in the keyword cat it might be her talking about her parent's cat or something like that so there there are video clips and they're just given to you as you search it so like you're getting this story in a non-sequential order and it's the beauty of it is it's kind of like i feel like no no one no two people are going to have the same experience playing this game they're gonna get the story delivered differently. Like I don't, I don't even think you could purposely try to get the same the story played out the same way.
3: Yeah.
2: And not only that, you kind of have the option to end the game when you want to at a certain point. So, say I see maybe a hundred clips, and I'm and I say to myself, "Okay, I'm good. That's fine." Marcus could go and search for two hundred clips. And then determine, like, okay, this is the end of my story.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, like, the beauty of it is, like, it, no, even the fact that you're getting this, this story super fragmented and nonlinear, it still totally feels natural. And it feels scripted. And there's, like, twists and turns that, like, they, they all feel natural. And I feel like th- this was going back to the thing that uh, I talked about earlier with me playing this game in different days. The first day I played 30 minutes and I was like, okay, I think I'm starting to piece this and just kind of get my bearings and how to use the system. And I, and I think I understand. And I played it 90, 30 minutes. And I was like, cool. I like this game next session, about 10 minutes into my second day playing. I I get hit with a twist, and I'm like, holy crap, every, that changes everything I thought I believed after playing one day. Like, it, it, it kind of negated, not negated, but like, I wanted to like, re-go back and see everything I saw that first day, because I had a new perspective on it.
1: So, did any of y'all use the feature where you could like, archive clips?
0: Yes. A little yes. Yes.
1: Um, you, you want to explain it, Trevor? So, after viewing each clip, or when you when you preview each clip, a window pops up, and you have the option to either play it, or... I don't think it was archive. There was a term for it. Add to, to session. session. Yeah, where you could add to session. And it adds it to a strip um, underneath your, um, your search um, results. And it's basically... I guess, videos that you can refer back to that you've already seen
0: Mm -hmm. rather than having to search for those videos again. And that was super helpful if you felt like you saw something that was really crucial. Because, like, I think after a while, like, I didn't use it at first, but after a while I saw, like, how much information you were getting. And I was like, I, I, at first you're bombarded with information. You don't know what is and isn't important. But as you're trying to piece things together, you the player can kind of be like, Okay, I think this is important. This is and I and I feel like you're creating like your own
2: You actually become a detective for once. Yes. For like
0: video game. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. It's and like, then...
2: okay, she mentioned Glasgow, let me go down this rabbit hole and then you're in the Glasgow videos and then she'll mention like oh hospital. my car wreck or Taxi. hospital. <laughs> and you're and I don't know about you guys, but I had, like, a literal – at least I think I did for this game. I definitely did for his sequel, Telling Lies. I had a pencil and paper, and I was just, like, writing down key terms yep. just so I could, like, link stuff and figure out, okay, this is a word I need to search, but I need to go down this rabbit hole first, <laughs> then return here.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was doing with Google Docs, just, like, making uh, notes and stuff. Did yeah. you guys
2: use a tagging feature at all for the videos? Oh,
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. That was the other thing that Trevor (laughs) didn't mention was when also in the little window along with the play and add session is you could add your own custom tags. So, like, there were words that would be hit um, if you know, like, depending on what she said in the video, if you typed in a a search word that was in that video, but you could also tag in additional uh, uh, things. So, it would pop up if you searched a certain thing. And I was, man, my, my things were rambling like, like I'm a <laughs> madman. <laughs> and I was trying to do like keywords, like single word, like like very descriptive. Like I didn't want to use a sentence or anything so I could easily find it. But man, after a while, I actually kind of chilled out on the, the, the commenting because I was like using so many user tags and everything. It was getting ridiculous. And you said there were like 200 video clips? I think it's like 271 is the exact total. Um,
1: One thing I read online was that um, some people were saying, like, you can tell you're close to the end of the game, I guess, or in quotes, end of the game, when you've almost reached your um, your maximum capacity for the session.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that is the way to tell. Oh, so, yeah. like, there there is this database checker, that basically, the way it, it, it shoots out, or like, it, it basically pulls up a, um, it's 271 squares. And the red ones are the ones you haven't seen, and the green ones are the ones you have seen. So you can kind of, uh, it doesn't tell you when they start or anything, but as you're going, you're filled like, you can refresh the, uh, the tab, and you can see the green squares as you're watching more and more clips, fill like, the squares become green and you can kind of see like oh I've seen a big chunk of this uh, like these ones in a row which means that you've watched a bunch of videos that were like back to back to back sequential but it may not have been delivered to you in that order and so like there, were, there was one section I, I was t- when I was talking to Dante yesterday and there was a particular scene where she was uh, strapped up to a polygraph test and I only had two video clips of her strapped up to the polygraph... or her even mentioning something about a lie detector. But I couldn't figure out. There was, like, a big chunk around that period where it was, like, maybe eight or nine red squares in a row. And I'm like, man, this is the polygraph test. I... uh I It's don't just know.
2: such a clever thing, you know? I don't know how to get access
0: to it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, 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 and then the other thing that we didn't mention is that you are watching the video of this person being interrogated. You never hear the questions of any of the detectives or people interviewing her, the interviewee. It's only... You only see a single person. And so, like, when I finally figured out how to uh, get the lie detector answers or, like, responses, I had no idea what they were being in response to.
2: <laughs> Have we even gone over the, I guess, crux of how the videos are framed?
0: No, no, go ahead.
2: Okay, so... It's essentially an interview with the um, the protagonist, or I guess... It, protagonist probably isn't the right word, but <laughs> the one person, and you only get her side of things, so... All the videos are shot in a way where you don't hear why, why did the you, interview. Why did you
1: just skip over that? You know you wanted to say her story.
2: I mean... <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But... Um, essentially, you just hear her speak. You don't hear the person asking her the questions. You don't really get... Um, I guess you occasionally get her response to them saying stuff directly, but
0: you can kind of like you get a little bit of context clues sometimes to like okay this per like she either gets defensive and like what do you like i'm not a slut or you know or she'll say something like are you like how is your sex life which you're you know are you married how is your sex life or things like that his magical sperm sorry yeah you can (laughs) kind of infer what is being asked but a lot of times you just don't know, and so like, and especially depending like like a lot of like not gonna lie, of there's 271 clips. At least I would say at least seventy to not almost to a hundred of them are just like you know under six seconds, and they're like inconsequential. They're not important, but you don't know that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I I. I would be really really interested to watch this game or like a YouTube video of all the videos played in sequential order.
2: They got that. I Which
0: know. I, did I, know. I, might, I might do that. Yeah, I, I think that is something that I nef- I definitely need to to watch because yeah.
1: yeah. And that's probably my only complaint about this game is the fact that each video clip is like framed around like a single statement, and it just seems very. Contrived. <laughs> a single statement. It, it's sometimes not, it's not just like a continuous, like.
2: Well, <laughs> like you are just you? have to consider the if the video clips were longer, that would make searching for specific. Things well, I'm not, that I'm not much necessarily harder.
1: saying that. I'm saying like there are some clips that are only like ten seconds where it's it's almost just like seeing a reaction and some of them I could see where it's it's more of like seg like none of the clips are really segmented it's it's very it's very framed i'm not wait say that again so rather than like if i was telling a story or if i was answering a question um Sometimes the answers that she's giving or when she's talking, they seem like she's giving a very specific answer rather than it being like a clip of a longer video. So like, yeah, like I I, because I think they purposely like it, it didn't make sense to me why some of the clips were broken up the way they were.
0: I I agree with that, but I think part of it was because they were so adamant that Sam Barlow was so adamant that you didn't see what the detective was asking that this made it feel more natural. Because you're not just going to say, give me your side of the story. You're going to ask, like, tell me your perspective. You're going to ask some yes or no questions. You're going to have some little chit chat moments where it's like, oh, is the camera on? Or, like, what kind of coffee do you want? You're going to have all of that. And so, like like I said, there are about 70-ish to, to, to hundred clips that yeah. are necessi- not necessarily, like, pertinent to the, the mystery, but, it, like, I think the game needed to have... Like, you can't just have, be, like, information overload, you know, Like, because I, I don't think it does... Like, if you just had a story played out with just information, I don't think it does any justice to the character and makes the character you're necessarily be...
1: just that. I'm I'm saying like as far as like maybe the video clip starts on the last word of another video clip. Like it like they run into each other rather than it being very like framed around specific statements. Sometimes only a couple of words.
0: Mhm. Maybe maybe I'm not describing it well enough i I mean, I think I understand kind of what you're saying. You're like they could have clipped or tacked this on to the end of the last clip or the the like they could have made this clip longer
3: like or does one, it make it clip... seem like some of the clips are like kind of inconsequential like they don't really like give much to the story, not
1: necessarily, but more so so that you could see like how some of the clips are related, like say for instance you can look at the timestamps and see when a specific video was taken and you can line them up. And I'm sure that's the video uh, Greg was referring to, like where all of them are um, kind of putting in sequential order. But I would have preferred to see like the context that each of those clips was in rather than it just being, because some of, sometimes like if, if the interrogator was asking an actual question sometimes the answers didn't seem like they were answers it, it's just weird that they would break up some of the the clips the way they did i don't i don't know how else to describe it it just seems i,
2: I kind of get what you're saying and yet the way she she has a very specific personality, so I could see her being asked a question, and then like this, like decisively not framing it as an answer when she answers it.
1: it to me, it just makes it seem like it's more scripted and not like a natural, like you
2: know, like we had the um. I asked you guys a question like, what game would you love to see the um, director's cut of or whatever a couple weeks ago, and I I would be fascinated to see like how they actually shot this if they actually had a person in a room if if there was another side of the you know video that we just didn't get to see. Cause, go ahead, go ahead. Who? <sighs> I thought you were about to say something.
0: Oh, I was going to say I agree, but I, it, it wasn't that important for me to cut you off. Sorry. That's, that's no, no, stopped. no. But,
2: I mean, that was pretty much it. Just, like, I'm very curious how they actually shot this game. If if um, the one lady was just in the room by herself. The dialogue seems natural enough to me that I believe that there was probably, like, an actual quote-unquote film of this game or, you know, full interview happening. Mm-hmm. But... It's hard to say without, you know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I do feel like there are a lot of things that are inconsequential, but, like, some of the things you can kind of see, like, you can, it, 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 some of the inconsequential clips that don't have any story beats help me feel more things towards this character like i like i could be like oh i hate this character or i like sympathize with her because she's like just had this tough time or you know this this event happen and she's trying to recount it and somebody is interviewing her about something as she's maybe processing or dealing with it as well and then like i don't know i think it's like a testament to the actress that played the character because like, it seems very realistic and it is very, like, compelling to me, you know? So, I, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely agree that maybe, like, some of the clips didn't need to be there or they could have, like... I think they could have, like, to fix your problem, Trevor, I feel like they could have been tacked on to other... the end of the clip that happened before it, honestly. Because um, there's sometimes where it seems like this is a weird cutoff point and then I watch, like, the the clip that happens right at, like after it later on, I'm like, they could have just put that on to the end of this. But, um...
1: And, and don't get me wrong, this is, like, this this isn't, like, a huge negative for me. It's just, like I said, it's the only, the only problem I had with the game. So, like, mm-hmm. one small con in a sea of pros.
0: Gotcha.
3: And I guess maybe that's just to maybe fill up the search results, so you have to, you know, kind of, like, dial into exactly what you're looking for maybe
0: yeah like i think i think that's it just adds to the you you, the player using the search bar you know the doing the game part of the game like this is one of those few games that we play that's like there's really not much to it gameplay wise but i was in it a hundred percent of the way like i was so like i want to know what happens next
2: Yeah, and I guess the one thing I will say about the clips is, like, I feel like you need a couple of duds in there just to amplify the big ones when you do find them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or when you, like, accidentally stumble upon a big one after you weren't, like, necessarily looking for something, and it just, like, spirals into, like, oh, crap, like, I need to, uh, um look at all these search these search terms that I've used or, like, now I have a whole new path to venture down just off of this one video. And especially, like, for me, like, I, I was trying to 100%, like, find all the clips. Like, it was so... I was so excited when I would, like, stumble upon, like, oh, I haven't seen this video yet, you know? Like, after, like, searching a couple of terms and either not finding anything... Or just pulling up some duds and then when I finally find one that I haven't seen, I get like excited because I'm like, okay, cool, I'm about to watch this one. Where is it gonna take me? Where am I going next? You know? I don't know, I don't know. I don't have I don't I don't have anything bad to say about this game, to be honest.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I liked it. I didn't expect that I was gonna get into it the way I did, but I kinda just marathoned through it yesterday, like in one sitting. Okay, I saw you hop
0: on when I when I was playing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be as involved as it is. Like, I had never watched any gameplay of it or read, like, what it was about exactly. Um, I just kind of, like, saw the cover art or, like, ads for the game and saw, you know, that it was, like, live action clips in a video game,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, which, of course, you don't see that often, so it's... It's interesting that they went that route with it rather than them making it into more of like a I don't know, a 2D aesthetic or even just a, a motion capture game.
0: Yeah. Like I can't think like after we played uh Overden, I was like trying to like I, I was like games similar to Oberdin and I was trying to like get that same high and this is like the closest game I can think of. I don't know how you feel about it, Trevor, but um, like like it's, even like the game has an aesthetic.
1: So you know what, now that I think about it, I would say yeah, there's not necessarily the aesthetic, but I would say more of like the deductive um gameplay. Even though well, there's no quiz at the end of it, you're not really trying to fill out your um like the crew manifest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's more of just you absorbing this information. Um, but yeah, yeah I,
0: I could see that. Yeah, it was mostly like when I was looking at my notes of like I was like, man, like this is just like when I was playing Overdine, where I just like scribbling like a madman. Where it's like the moment somebody gets introduced, I start I write that person's name down, and then I just try to write all the information I know about that character. Beside it, and I'm like, as I'm going, more and more information, and it's branching out, branching out, and like that was, I, I like, see, I kind of, was... I kind of took a different <laughs>
1: approach because I had to start over when I started playing this. Like, I went back to just searching murder, and then starting from there again because when I first started playing, the only thing I was searching for was like names of people, like very obvious things to search for, but then as I was playing, I started picking up on like little smaller clues and just sometimes it would seem like I was just searching the most random things. Like she would say like one word that almost had nothing to do with anything else. Like, um, like when she was talking about the, the mirror that Simon gave her, um, the gift and I would search for gift and, you know, just see what all videos popped up. And usually And that's another good thing about this game. Usually, the videos would never lead to a dead end. There was always something to follow up your search with. Yeah, Yeah. there was
2: normally a clue or some type of proper noun or something Mm -hmm. to always jump from. Now, did you guys ever like... I remember myself getting angry sometimes where I'd be going down one rabbit hole and then some big thing would come up but I still wouldn't be done with the current rabbit hole yeah, I'm Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. Like, darn it. Yeah. It's just like, I wasn't ready to, like, be thinking about something else. Like, I'm trying to think about this other thing. Yeah. Especially definitely. when you're, like,
2: jumping between, like, places and people and it's like, okay, I need to figure out everything I can about, like,
0: Glasgow or... Doug just, or Eric or yeah. whatever. <laughs> or Florence. Mhm. so yeah i, I ran in that into that a lot the other thing too um um when uh did you got like so how how much how many of the video clips did you guys end up seeing so where do I go to find that because I was actually looking for that so if you if you go to the desktop, there is the d b checker and if you just open that up, that will show um so the close uh, out of the logic you don't copy? have to close out of it you can still have that open too yeah you can just you can literally move it to the side like oh. A, yeah oh yeah that's what you're playing on my iphone that's right oh he's not even running <laughs> windows Dang, i didn't know you could do this okay
3: yeah i don't remember like the exact number but it was probably like i guess somewhere around like 75 80% Okay, because I think
0: what Dante was saying about being able to quote unquote in the game, I think is like when you find about half the clips, and then um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like once you started finding key clips, there was like a a effect that was going on.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of surprised you didn't like um, punk out of the game, to be honest.
0: Honestly, honestly, (laughs) I googled like, is this a scary game? (laughs) because i was like the first couple of times it was so subtle that i was like okay like that's fine but then i was like why? What? what is happening to the yeah. screen and then like i i thought in my head like once it's read, raining right like what do you mean because
2: i i can't remember if it's this game or the other san barlow game but essentially like you're doing these searches during a storm and and lightning will hit or something like that. No, no, it's election. not this one.
0: It's not this okay. one. It, it, you see the police siren, like the, uh, the, uh, the, the red <sighs> the and blue hatchet. lights, and then that's how you see uh, your character. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I definitely was like, okay, what's going on here? And when I saw that, I was like, is this a scary game? Like, did I get set up? <laughs> And uh, when I found out it wasn't, then I was like, "Okay, this just is a thing that's happening." Got it. Um, but yeah, like, uh, what's? Because I don't know if you guys noticed it, but that would only happen after key moments in the game. Yeah, I noticed you it because it would also clues. play. It would also play music. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And did you notice that grave? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, did you guys start to, like, try to figure out what was going on with that?
1: Um, not really, because you don't really have any context for, like, who you are besides, like, the readme text files. Basically kind of telling you what to do with those video clips and how to access them. Mm
3: -hmm. It doesn't
1: say, like, you know, you're... You're a reporter for the the local newspaper, and and you're following up on a story, or or you're a um um I don't know a a lawyer or something, and and you're opening a cold case on this. You know, there's really no context for who you are, so I didn't you know I didn't take it too far. Like gotcha. it didn't stand out that much to
0: me. I. Started piecing it together, and I was like, "I think I know what, why it's doing this." And I had to look it up afterwards, and I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I was right, but uh, I wasn't one to see if any of you guys said. Uh, oh, so you are
1: it. you are somebody. You're not just a.
0: Oh, yeah, you definitely are. You <laughs> definitely are somebody. You didn't you did not see the
1: end? No, I didn't. I didn't know there was a definitive end. That's what I was looking for online, like okay do i have uh, to
2: this ios version got you messed up <laughs> like
1: i thought i was just searching for clips and i looked online to see if there was a definitive end and it was like no you kind of draw your own conclusion
0: and so, like, that's, that's, that, that's that's true accurate. but
2: you know there's there's a chat thing isn't there if i recall
0: you, yeah there's yeah you, a chat you yeah you chat. you found over half the clips
1: right trevor uh, it looks like it, according to
0: this database. Did you did you get a? Uh, uh, a You're not answering your IMs, bro. You, did you did you not get a thing about a thing called chit chat or something? Somebody asking if you were ready to be done. No, they didn't send me that. Oh, then yeah, he he hadn't got to it yet. Then yeah, basically, um, the way the game ends, Trevor, is uh, you choose when what? you want to get out of the game. What were you about to say Dante?
2: Sorry, I thought you were gonna actually go into the plot. Oh of no no that. No, 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 okay. no
0: no 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 no! Yeah, you you just um, you get a like a <laughs> AOL <laughs> like a, a IM from somebody, and it's like, hey, are you are you ready to get out of you know you're done? Do you have all your answers? And then it it pops up and you can respond, but you can I think you can only respond yes or no. Um and um, I think the first time I mean obviously the first time for me I typed in no. And then he said, all right, well, uh, just let me know. I'm going to uh, be doing some other things, but anytime you're, you're done, just uh, just shoot me, just give me a call and shoot me a message. And uh, then that's an option that you have at any point in the game from that point on is to open up that little uh, chat window and just say, like, oh, um, I'm done. You give this person a call, and then you can hop out. And I'm not really sure if the ending of the game changes depending on how much how many clips you've seen or not. Do you know, Dante? It doesn't. This it one has one ending. Okay, so it, it doesn't really matter. But the like, and the thing that I feel like you can't, and I'm not gonna say anything about it. But like, I think regardless if you've seen fifty percent of the clips or a hundred percent of the clips, is I think you're gonna have a different interpretation of the ending. And so that's what I was saying with as far as the not being able to spoil this game because you may have a different theory on what's going on in the game, um, what's going on with the character. Um, well, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, the ending itself is kind of definitive. It's it's the story of this character that's kind of ambiguous.
0: What do you mean the the... What do you mean that the... So, you know who you're playing as. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. But the consequences leading up to the climax of the story that you're learning is up for interpretation. Like, yeah, you. The, so the and ending I think we, it's going to be more obvious once we go into the story a little bit, so. Okay. You know.
1: Okay. Um, so I watched like three videos just now, and chit chat popped up.
0: There you go. <laughs> Um. Did we have anything else gameplay wise? Like I, I I, like.
2: Did you mess around with checkers?
0: Yes, I did play the Othello. It's really Othello. That's right. It's just Othello. Yeah, but um, there is um, I feel like the whole, and I'm I'm sorry to like harp on this but i feel like the whole aesthetic of this game like between the the way that you're you can tell that you're watching like grainy vhs video clips and um like the, the the interface of the computer you're using and like the fluorescent lights and everything like i was here for all of that like it it was super compelling to me um and it definitely I don't know, like, not that the clips themselves, like, they were talking about... I think the only time there was, like, a reference to, like, stuff that is, like, obsolete was, I think she said something about a payphone. But, like... And, like, I think at one point she said the year, like, you know, 1984 or something like that was, like, the worst year of my life. But I think, like, this type of game... And, like, it didn't... One, it, it, it felt... It didn't feel dated, even though the whole aesthetic was about, about it was dated. Does that make sense?
1: It was kind of like a, a Stranger's Thing type vibe.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I thought I was trying to say something, but maybe I'm not.
2: <laughs> so I kind of missed your point. But if I recall from the video I watched today, like the game takes place during like early '90s. So like,
0: so yeah. So like the videos are taking place. And, our, you know, the, the videos were recorded in 94, so presumably the crime happened in 94. Uh, they, in the very beginning, the instructions of the readme and tutorial on the, the desktop was, like, something about, because of the Y2K scare, um, they decided to, like, keep all the old clips on this computer or, you know, whatever. So you can kind of, like assume that this is you know i i guess this is maybe modern or like maybe when did this game come out 2015 yeah so like i guess presumably this game could have taken place in 2015 so you're like somebody in 2015 like looking at the like this old computer that has the videos pertaining to this uh 1994 crime but like like I was just saying, like the whole aesthetic was like super compelling for me, and like I like they did a fantastic job of like making everything seem cohesive and really just like putting you in a moment. And I really, really dug that. Um, and that was like really the only non-gameplay thing I, I had to say before. I guess you guys want to dip into the story. Is there anything else that we need to talk about gameplay-wise?
2: this game has cheats which i think is kind of cool.
0: It has what? Well, there there's cheats.
2: There's like a cheat database app or something on the desktop and i know, you can um or maybe you have to type it into the database itself but you can essentially like remove the 5 return limit on searches and I not even know about that. There's How? a couple other things. Um her story
0: cuz I, I saw there was a way you could like get a random clip that you haven't seen, but you had to have ended the game first. And then, because, like, you could, like, new game plus it, essentially, and basically go back into the game with all the clips that you've already seen and just kind of putz around and get the rest of the clips.
2: Right. Um, So, okay, admin console codes. After completing her story and watching the credits, head back to the game and enter the following codes. Admin unlock allows you to see fifteen search results instead of five. Admin random shows you a random clip. Admin share opens a real world email browser. We're not sure what happens to messages sent to this address. Admin delete completely clears your progress. Okay.
0: Yeah, so you had to have ended the game and like you're you're essentially doing all the cheats in New Game Plus. I did see about that. But I didn't realize that it the admin thing would uh Give you fifteen video search results instead of five. That's cool.
2: But yeah, that's it for gameplay.
0: Okay. Story time. Fun. Where to begin? Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So, like we were kind of saying, like you're getting the story in a fragmented, like non way, and uh, you so you can see something in a clip. That doesn't make any sense And then you can maybe like an hour later See another clip that puts that clip Into context And then it suddenly becomes clear So like the the, the story is delivered to you Like as like a jigsaw puzzle almost And you're slowly putting these Pieces on the board But you're not seeing the The um, the whole picture And like like I don't know how you guys did it But it seems like Dante and I took a lot of notes Did you guys just kind of have it in your head?
3: No, I just took like some small notes here and there.
0: Okay. What about you Trevor? Um, I'm guessing you, couple, had it you had a mostly head.
1: It was mostly when I was like starting off the game, like I was writing down characters' names and kind of like you creating these profiles. But mm-hmm. then after that, when I just started like searching any random noun or or word, um, it would branch off and yeah, I, every which way. Yeah, I stopped taking notes only when it was cuz I was still I was more so treating this game like a, a murder mystery mm-hmm. and and you know that was kind of along the lines of my notes it wasn't necessarily um, until like some of the the big twist or reveals happened um, I wasn't necessarily looking for for those types of things
0: okay so how in depth do we want to go with this because I know Trevor hasn't seen everything and i don't know if i mean i assume you're going to continue to play but are you cool with spoilers? oh yeah go ahead. are you cool greg i'm not sure yeah. I'm, okay so basically the the beginning of the story is is that this woman uh her husband has died and her husband's name is simon He, I believe, uh, she saw him, he went to a pub to hang out with his friend Eric, and, uh, that's kind of, like, all the information that you have, his boss slash friend Eric, um, he goes drinking at the pub, she gave him a, a brief description of him, like, his build, his appearance, the last stuff he was wearing, yada yada yada, okay, so... The overall story, I guess, is, and I guess we're going to go by the timeline, so from start to finish, is that, uh... Even that's kind of,
2: like, I'm trying to think about how how to throw in the twist when you get there, but...
0: It's kind of, I don't know if it will hit the same. Yeah, I mean... But that's fine, because this is spoilers, it's not supposed to be like, you know, it's not having the same twists and turns if you're, you know, revealing something. True. So, this character, uh, this person is born, and, and okay, oh my god. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, this couple is pregnant. The, across the street from them lives a midwife. The midwife's name is Florence. She helps deliver the babies. One of... The, the 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 mother has twins one of the girls has the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck and she says that the girl is dead and she lets it, she lets the mother you know not not be super sad about it she kind of gives her the healthy baby and she says i'll take care of this come to find out that the ki- the child is actually alive and she basically kidnaps uh, the child. So now there's two kids. They are on either side of the same street. One is raised by the mom and dad, the original mom and dad, her name is Hannah. And then one is raised by Florence. And, um, a little backstory on Florence is she is a, she was a, uh, a widower. Her husband died in the war. Um, they, uh, she, she was a widower uh, at 20 years old or in her 20s, and she never remarried. And her and her husband, I don't remember whose name, always dreamed of having a uh, child with a uh, what they call it, a palindrome as a name. So they were going to name their child Ava, and they never had a child, obviously because he died. So when she t- kidnapped this this baby she names the baby Eve. So you have the OG mom and dad raising Hannah, and then you have Florence raising Eve. Everything good so far, guys? Am I... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, basically, Florence doesn't want to be found out by OG mom and dad that she stole this girl, so she never lets the girl go outside. So the girl is very well-read and reads a lot of books and so she's a really 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 big fan of fairy tales and she gets so caught up in them Um, and uh, she starts to believe that she lives in a fairy tale from my from what I could my this is me uh, my opinion Uh, and uh, so when she looks outside the window to uh, she sees a girl that looks just like her out playing And she thinks it's her reflection. And she thinks it's like basically her looking at another version of herself. And I think at one point she says something like, all I need to do is touch my reflection and I will go from being two girls to one girl. And um, uh, she gets, I think, really invested in Rapunzel and finds out about her story and she kind of likens herself to Rapunzel being like this princess and then being stowed away by a witch uh, Florence
2: in her attic
0: in her, her Well, no, no, she she didn't live in the attic in Florence's house.
2: Florence. I thought she did. Wasn't no, she? It was,
0: no, it was No, no. Okay.
1: She um Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. Oh, okay. Wrong. Yeah, so... Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: So, I guess she gets so caught up in this fairy tale that she starts to actually believe that Florence is a witch. And uh she... So Florence dies by falling down the stairs. And there's no telling how this happened. I believe she was either five or eight at the time when it happens. And... um she ends up uh, finding Florence's diary and uh, she basically finds the details of her life and realizes that, oh, like, I'm, this person kidnapped me and I am actually, like, this is not my real mother. And she wanders outside and she meets Hannah for the first time and uh, she ends up hanging out with Hannah and befriending Hannah, but she still lives at, the house of Florence I guess Um, by
2: herself allegedly
0: allegedly for a little bit and then I think eventually um, nobody knows that she that Florence has her so I guess when Florence's body is found or whatever there's no like oh she had a little girl here or whatever so that she doesn't technically exist and she uh, ends up sneaking into Hannah's house and living in the attic of Hannah's house Uh, Hannah allows her, like, helps her sneak in. And um, Hannah has her... The attic is basically Hannah's uh, play area. She has this really, really uh, elaborate dollhouse up there that she plays with. So the two girls always play upstairs in the dollhouse. And that's where they kind of um, start building their friendship. And to the point where the parents think that Hannah... uh, That Eve is Hannah's imaginary friend because she talks about Eve so much. And, um, they start to develop this bond. Um, they have this secret, uh, tapping language that they knock, this knocking code that they have where they can just kind of tap messages and, uh, to each other. And the parents, because Eve is stowed away in the attic, the parents think that they have mice. Um, you know, and are infested or whatever. And uh, another thing that they do um, is Hannah is the only one going to school. But when she has tests or whatever, her and Eve, uh, depending on whatever the subject is, they swap places. So Eve will go to school for Hannah or like do this social event or whatever. And they kind of just do that little thing that twins like to do where they trick people into believing, you know, the twin is actually the original person or whatever, but nobody knows except for the two girls. And this keeps happening and happening and um, this is how they meet boys. um, And you can kind of start seeing that they have two distinct personalities. So Hannah is more shy, uh, especially around boys, um, whereas Eve is more of the pursuer of boys. So typically Hannah will tell Eve that, hey, I like this boy, and then Eve will fill in for Hannah and make the move on the boy and get his interest and all that, and then that way, when they swap back, Hannah doesn't necessarily have to be sh- as shy around the boy because he's already invested and interested in her. Um, and... Uh, uh, let's see, what what other things? Um, so I they... Guess-
2: I, would, I also wanted to just add that like they went to pretty big extents to keep this mirror identity thing going. So um I think you already mentioned the notebook that they had, so like one would sit one would write into a notebook so the other one would know exactly what happened during their day. Oh, I and did then, mention
0: that, yeah, yeah.
2: And then anytime like let's say Eve got a bruise or something, they'd make sure Hannah got the bruise as well and they had this one instance where like one of them lost a tooth, and then the other one, <laughs> they had to figure out a way to make them um, also toothless. So yep,
0: same thing. When one got a black eye, the other one had to have a black eye, and um, uh, the 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 most <laughs> weird one, um, there was this boy that uh uh wanted uh that 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 Hannah liked, but um. She was shy around him, so Eve made the first move on him. Uh, Eve and him had sex all the time, but Hannah was always shy around him because, like, Eve lost her virginity to this kid, but Hannah hadn't had sex yet, so she didn't want to reveal that they were two people. So um, they ended up, like, using an object... Eve used an object on Hannah to, like, help her lose her virginity. A so hairbrush. A hairbrush, yeah. And, and that way, that when Hannah and this boy had sex for the first time for Hannah, it wouldn't be weird for him, like, that he's having sex with the virgin again, even though it's the same girl. Um, but anyways, they end up meeting Simon. I think at the time, I think Simon is 17 and they're 15 or something, and Hannah really 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 likes him and um, so they they have these rules that they that they have between the two of them. Um, I don't re- exactly remember how this one was broken uh, but Eve gets the first kiss from Simon but Simon uh, ends up having sex with Hannah first which I guess was. She was really, really into him, and he ended up getting her pregnant, Um, and uh, that was, like, the end of them being able to swap it out because only one of them was pregnant, so they couldn't swap out Eve for Hannah, and um, the parents decided, oh, well, if you're pregnant, you need to have, like, a wedding and, like, make this all official. So they had like a shotgun wedding and uh, Simon and Hannah ended up moving into Simon's parents' house where Eve was still living in the attic of their parents. Oh, Eve was living in the attic of the OG parents. And um, Eve kind of perceived this part of her life as being locked in the attic because she couldn't be with Simon any anymore. And this is, like, a trope or, like, a thing that we're going to see a a lot of times where she kind of likens herself to a princess or, like, a fairy tale where she's, like, the only one being shut out of this life, I guess you can say. Um, But uh, uh, Hannah and Eve decide that if Simon was able to afford his own house, then Eve can live with them. And then this entire time, Eve is trying to get pregnant, too. So she's, like, sleeping around with all types of dudes. Uh, Dudes she meets at the bar. Dudes she meets while, you know, doing whatever. And she ends up getting an STD. And she... At this point, she doesn't, like... This STD is causing her to lose weight. And just, like, there's a distinct physical difference between her and Anna That she wouldn't be able to mistake the two. So she kind of, like, gets, like, her own individuality. And I think she, like, cuts her hair. And she gets a tattoo uh, on her arm. And um, so she, like, is a distinct, different person. She starts wearing a wig as well that's blonde instead of the brunette that her and Hannah naturally are. Um, And I think it's about... uh, eight and a half months into Hannah's pregnancy and she has a miscarriage um, and she loses her baby. Are you guys still there? Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> It just got super quiet, so I didn't hear any background noise. Okay, my bad. So, uh, eight and a half months in, uh, she loses her baby to a miscarriage and she's obviously super sad about that and... Um, it, it reads here, this is somebody's interpretation that she was poisoned, which I did not get that uh, interpretation. Did you, Dante?
2: No, that I saw that, and it kind of seemed weird to me. Like, there are a couple things here that yeah, I do okay, necessarily, okay. but we'll so, get it, you know. Yeah,
0: so, um, uh, so Hannah had a miscarriage, and, you know, she loses her baby. And, uh, supposedly at that point then, she's, like, rendered infertile. Like, uh, she can't have kids. And at the same time, Eve is still living with her OG parents. And her parents don't know she's there. But in their basement or cellar or something, they are, uh, amateur, like, gardeners or whatever. And they have mushrooms, uh, that they tend to. And they mysteriously die, um due to food poisoning, is what the doctors, uh, the doctors, um, or the autopsy, uh, indicates, um, but it turns out that they eaten some mushrooms, death cap mushrooms, that they shouldn't have eaten, and, uh, Hannah knows that my parents wouldn't have done this, but I don't know how, how they would have died otherwise, and so it's kind of, leads you to believe that oh maybe eve was tired of being locked up in this house and she poisoned them um and uh anyways the parents die and hannah inherits the parents house and um yeah uh hannah and simon end up moving out of simon's parents house into their parent, the OG parent's house. And so all three of them are living together, but Hannah tells them Eve that she has to go. And, um, uh, like basically time, a lot of time has passed. Eve is out on her own. Hannah and Simon are living together. They've been married, but like not able to have a baby. And then randomly, uh, Eve meets up with Simon, Um, and neither of them mention Hannah. So Simon doesn't mention to Eve that he's married. And Hannah doesn't mention to Simon that they are twin sisters. And he ends up having sex with Eve, getting her pregnant. And, um, Eve tells Hannah, hey, I'm pregnant. And you mind if I stay with you and your, your husband? And, um... Uh, Hannah's like sure of course you know like and then when Hannah sees Eve and Simon's reaction when they realize that that is the person that got her pregnant she flips out and uh, she gets into an argument with Simon and um uh yeah um what else am I missing
2: um so, are we at the part with the mirror yet, or... I'm
0: just trying to... Yeah, I'm trying just to... Try... Like, I'm
2: looking at the timeline, too, so yeah. I'm
0: just trying to... Eve asks Simon if she can move in. Simon says yes. Hannah wanted Eve to move away from Simon, but no, Eve's rules were enforced now, not Hannah's. Um, on Hannah and Eve's birthday, Hannah dresses up as Eve. Simon gives her a handcrafted mirror that was supposed to be only for Hannah... So he gives Hannah a mirror. She loves it. Eve leaves. She dresses up as Eve. Hannah dresses up as Eve. And Simon gives her the same mirror, only engraved with Eve's name. And there's this big fight. Simon hits Hannah. uh, And she uh, breaks the mirror and basically... Cuts Simon's uh, Simon's throat. And, um... Uh... Basically killing him. And Eve comes home. And has to make the decision. Do I help my sister out? Or do I go to the police? She decides to help her sister out. So Eve tells Hannah to go to uh, Glasgow. And then Eve cleans up the scene. And arranges it for the police to find it. And, uh... Yeah. Uh... That's basically it. Basically, Eve's plan was to make the police unable to arrest either of them. Um, because they were going to be keep on swapping between the two of them. And um, trying to create an alibi that they could only pin half the events on one person or the other. And not the full timeline or whatever.
2: And I guess the impetus for all of this is the videos that you're watching... Are under the assumption that the person that you're talking to, or the person being interviewed, is Hannah. You have it's the person
3: no... that they
0: say they are.
2: Yes, you don't have any indication of Eve at the beginning of the game, correct? Whatsoever,
0: <clears throat> correct. So I actually, when I played, like that, that was the big twist for me, and that's why I really, really dug playing this game in bits and pieces. Was the um, first thirty minutes I was playing this game. I was like, okay, she... Because she mentions, I have a friend named Eve. You don't know anything else. So I'm like, alright, cool. I'm going to put that in the back of my mind. She has a friend named Eve. I'm going to, you know, search friend. I'm going to search Eve or whatever. And then, um... I get that story. Uh... The freaking guitar song that she sings. And I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. She's talking about drowning somebody. And then... Uh, the next day I'm playing and I'm like, oh, she has a sister. Okay. What's her sister's name? Twin sister. Huh. Okay. Eve. Wait a second. Wait a second. That was exactly my, my reaction. And then I got to the part where they were talking about how they got into a love, that their love-hate relationship and they got into an argument and that one of them almost drowned the other one. And I was like, "Holy crap! Like that song is like an autobiographical story." It was really, bro. In the imagine streets.
2: if that was your brother, just like, "Oh yeah, just drowned Marcus in the river."
3: Yeah. <laughs> so I did want to ask because for like a good forty-five minutes, or I guess like I forget the exact clip that came up that made me start thinking about this, but I think it was because I started seeing clips from the end, uh, like the the clips towards the end. I honestly thought that she just had multiple personalities for a hot second. That's what I like, thought. That's too. what I was thinking. See,
0: and, but like the thing is, is the way the game ends, and like the the clips, like there. So,
2: and this is a good jumping off point. What, what each one of us? What, what do you think? What do you think happened?
1: So I'm pretty sure, um, Hannah killed Simon, right? Yeah, yes. according to Eve's story. Yeah. According to somebody's story, but yeah. Um, like as far as what what else do you mean? What do
0: you, what do you think what happened? So, what is your interpretation? Like, what do you think? Because uh, you asked me the same question, Dante, and I didn't know how to answer it. Because I don't I necessarily guess, know what the question you're asking is.
3: I still don't know a hundred percent whether she's even telling the truth about. Yes, you know. My okay, so, <laughs> go ahead. That's kind of the thing.
2: Uh, my interpretation, and this is what okay. There are three interpretations essentially. The one that you just went through, where everything is taken at face value, and there was a twin, and essentially Eve took the fall for for Hannah, so um, her child could be birthed and they could you know live off a normal life. So essentially she took the blame for everything. So Hannah and her child could, you know, go away and do whatever they needed to do. The second imp- interpretation that I've read is that Eve... I can't remember if it's Eve killed Hannah or Hannah killed Eve. Um, which one of those makes, like, logistical sense?
0: You're saying Anna
2: killed... Hannah killed Eve or Eve killed Hannah. Right now, I'm kind of having a brain fart as far as, like, which one of those logistically makes sense.
3: Isn't that, doesn't she mention at some point that her sister is, like, gone or whatever, I think, in one of the clips? There is a,
0: a... The knocking, also. Yeah, but we don't know the code.
3: So,
2: somebody did that work for us, and I think it says, um, this is goodbye, Hannah, or something like that.
0: Are you serious? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean this is a game that just keeps on giving, man.
0: Yeah. So so I forgot about that clip that says that Hannah is not in the picture or something like that. But I so my at first the tell that we have is that okay, Eve has a tattoo and Hannah doesn't. Right?
3: Well isn't aren't her arms covered in most of the other uh like interview segments there's there's one? there's
0: one outfit that she's wearing yeah she has
3: like a short sleeve shirt I and then
0: and then there's also like the hair difference is that uh presumably Eve wears her hair differently than Anna does and there's one part that like when she's wearing that like reddish orange jumpsuit pantsuit where her hair changes like and there's enough of a gap between the videos that I'm not sure if it was uh, um, the same person or not. Did you guys run into anything like that? Where you were like, I, I went into this thinking it was this person, but then this she says this other statement and now I'm not sure if this is all Eve or all Hannah or what.
3: I never really looked at it like that. So, but I get, I get what you're saying, though, yeah. There
0: I are a
2: see. couple subtle things. Like, one, there's the tattoo. Two, one of the days, I think it's Eve that comes in with a bruise or something like that. And then, at the beginning of each day, and this is something I just found out, was um, when it's supposed to be Hannah, she asks for tea. When it's Eve, she asks for coffee. For coffee,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: And then one of them isn't like... One of them doesn't like sugar in their uh, coffee or something? uh, No, no. well, they
0: they always ask for the coffee black.
3: Okay. But the
0: the other thing, too, was that Hannah or Eve said the difference between her and her sister is that Hannah is a better driver. And then, like, so, like, there's at one point where she tells a story of, like, going to Glasgow when she's pregnant Uh, and clipping a taxi car, like scratching it. And then there's another one about her getting a speeding ticket. And um, the thing is is they both refer to themselves as being married, and they both say they've never cheated on Simon. Or like Simon has never cheated on them. And like, no matter who you read as the person, it's always the same, you know?
2: Which I guess that goes into the third theory, which Greg kind of already alluded to a little bit, that Hannah and Eve are the same person, which is the one I subscribe to.
1: Yeah, that was my original thought when I started uh, playing the game. Um, And then I ran into, I guess what was for me the big twist was when she says, when they're asking her what her name is, and then she's like, oh yeah, my name is... Or... When she when she Hannah, says Hannah. Yeah, when, when she's on, on the her, her friend
0: Eve or something like that. Are you talking about the, the polygraph yeah. test? She says, "Oh, the only thing I failed was the Hannah, the, the name part." And you see the part where she asks if, what her name is, and she says her name is Hannah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so so what do you you say the three the three options are? Is that they are. Both alive and working together, one of them is dead, killed by the other one. Right. And then the third option is that there's one person. So correct.
2: Those are essentially the three theories going out there.
0: On for the
1: cover art for this game, there's there's three different pictures of of Hannah. What if there's a third personality we don't know about?
0: Ava. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past it. I I personally, I I was trying to look like there was a couple of things that I read that kind of debunked, not debunked, but like pointed out, like kind of what Dante was saying, where it was like, like, you know, the differences between the two characters. There was one where it was like, oh, well, when Hannah comes in, she has a bruise on this face. But then when Eve comes in, it's on the others, or you know things like that, where um, I think it's not consistent. Like she when she says, "Oh, my bruise is gone," but she touches the wrong side of her face um, from where the bruise was before. Um, Like Greg said, there's that tattoo on one. Like basically, there's like maybe four or five different outfits that she wears throughout this whole process, and only one is super clear that. She has a tattoo and another one is just low enough on the arm. Just hot, like where like it could be covering up the tattoo fully or it could like, you know, the tattoo could be peeking out from underneath it, but it never does. Um, And then just like a, uh, um, the other outfits like the tattoos covered up so then there's no way of knowing who the person is it could have been a fake tattoo it could have been a tattoo that was put makeup on so it it didn't display it it's just so many things
2: there's just so much ambiguity and red herrings that you can never fully just say yes this is the absolute thing that happened
0: yeah and even like the um uh the, the Rapunzel story, the fairy tales, how, like, because there's a couple things for me where it's like, how is Eve more confident around boys if she was the one that was how, holed up in a house the whole time? That doesn't make any sense to me, you know? Like, you would, you would think, because, like, all she did was read books. And, and see, like, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, like, so much of I guess the two-person argument is founded on, like, her being a reliable narrator throughout the entire sequence of events. And I guess that's what kind of breaks it for me, because she talks so much about her fascination of fairy tales. So, in my mind at least, she came up with this kind of elaborate story, which, like, logistically, if you lay everything out chronologically, it all makes sense. But then when you look at, like, the actual, like, A to B to C, and, like, how did this one person live in the house without the two parents ever knowing about it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. That's where it starts to fall apart for me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a, it's literally been a debate since 2015, like of what happened in this game.
0: Yeah. what the true, not true ending, but just like, like we know Simon died. Exactly. And that's about it. (laughs) You know,
3: did we already talk about, um, I guess the, uh, what you find out when the chat? I guess when you leave the chat or you log out. No, next. we haven't even talked about that yet. Oh, okay, okay. All right, just making sure.
0: Uh, I mean, do we got anything else that we need to say for uh, the game or for the, the this part of the story?
2: I I guess I would like to say that the clips have a wider range of variety than you'd anticipate just by us talking about it, like. It's not all exposition. Like, at one point she picks up a guitar and stuff happens with that. Mm. At one point she's fiddling around with coffee and spills it on herself. And, like, when I say it like that, it sounds kind of boring. But it's just kind of fascinating that even these small events kind of add up to the profile you're making of this person. And deciphering whether you can trust them. Are they trustworthy? Are they a reliable narrator? Are they feeding the cops good information? Because, like, that's the other thing. She's allegedly killed two people, if I guess three people, before Simon. Well, she didn't kill Simon, theoretically. But Eve would have killed Florence when she pushed her down the stairs. And she would have killed both of her parents with the
0: mushrooms. Mm Mm-hmm. And this person, that that person that we... thinks that she poisoned uh, uh, Eve or excuse me Hannah to m- have caused the miscarriage as well that's their, this person's theory you know and I don't know if I it, I don't know it's also kind of weird that like there's this mysterious like oh yeah my parents were food poisoned but they were really smart on mushrooms don't sus- suspect my sister at all Kind of, you know, <laughs> like, my sister lived in that house. Nobody else knew that, but I knew that, but she d- supposedly didn't do it. Okay. There's a little bit of that going
3: on. There was, uh, like, uh, there was one clip that I was just thinking back on when we started talking about the tapping. So there was one time where... Um, she's in the room by herself and it's recording, and she's like talking out. She's like, "Why would you tell them about Eve?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she's tapping, and then it didn't hit me until I saw the the knock code. Yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I couldn't remember it? how to get back to that <laughs> clip. <laughs> I was like, man, that is crazy.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Dante. Take it away. Um. Okay. So.
2: I'm trying to think about the exact sequence of events. You go to chit-chat. You tell the person, "Hey, I'm I think I found out enough information." And then they ask you, "Do you understand why your mother did what she did?" And that's pretty much the end of the game. So the implication is you were the child that um Eve was carrying, right?
0: Yeah, you were the child that Eve was carrying.
2: And I guess if you take things at face value, Hannah was essentially trying to buy time for Eve to have her child. And then, essentially... I'm trying to think about the way this works. Hannah Hannah bought time. Eve had the child. And then Eve swaps in for Hannah during the interview's while Hannah escapes with the child? Does that sound right?
0: Wait, wait, wait. Say so that again.
2: So essentially Eve has the child and they have like the big lapse between I think interviews 2 and 3 or something like that. There's like a pretty big period of time. And at that point Hannah passes the information over to Eve about what happened during the interviews. Eve starts doing the interviews and, um, essentially Hannah and the child escape away from police, like, surveillance. Gotcha. Or at gotcha. least that's one of the interpretations that I read. And that's assuming that both Hannah and Eve are alive. Or t-
0: actual two people.
2: Yeah, two people and they're both
0: alive. Okay. So, do you so know So, essentially...
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of, I got most of that, like, in the videos. Well, except for the part about, um, you know, you being the daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, most of that is, like, revealed in, I guess, what's, like, one of the latter interviews, where she just kind of, she pretty much confesses to everything. And she tells you the whole story about, you know, where she came from and, and I, I think that's—I don't know—if if revealing that there there is a twin that exists, if that's like the big twist to the game or the twist of the story, then um, when she confesses everything, that's almost like the the resolution to it. But then, of course, you know, you can still keep going and uncovering more videos. Um, and then once you get to the end, you kind of interpret your own end.
0: So where are we got, where are we at then? What do you guys, Like I know we we said it before, but is, is everybody team? Great
2: game, this... game great experience.
0: <laughs> well, is everybody like? Oh, she's she's definitely uh, one person. Definitely two people. I'm
3: still on the fence on the. I mean, if I think about it hard enough. I'm sure there's some way I could rationalize that it's one person but like I mean I don't know if I do that does that you know is that really not the case or you know I don't know it's it's there's so much that you could you could really like dig into and and be like oh well I mean this is what re- what it really is but is that really the case or I guess you know it's meant to be open ended I guess
2: Mhm Yeah and going on to YouTube today I think most people I don't want to say most people but at least like a lot of the prominent people out there do subscribe to like they are two people. So that's I think that's the more popular belief nowadays. Just do like the tattoo and a couple other things, but
0: I still think it's three people. moment. <laughs> <He's> getting... <laughs> um anything okay. So so we have anything else for the game?
3: I mean, I'm assuming everybody liked the game, right? It was alright. Not enough puzzles? <laughs> What's a
1: puzzle, really? <laughs> it's my, my second favorite game of the year.
3: <laughs>
0: nah, I, I, I dug this game a lot. So, this this is... Uh, this game was dope. This Truly was dope.
2: one of a kind.
0: Yeah, like like yeah. I said, like, I... I I don't think there was anything I didn't like about this game, to be honest. Like I'm like thinking like, is this one of my favorite games? I don't know if it is, but I don't have any like I can't think of anything that like I didn't like about it. I like I like the ambiguity, ambiguousness of the ending. I like the aesthetic. I like how it was delivered. I feel like this is a game that anybody could pick up and play. I don't think you have to be a ga- like a gamer to play this, but it's still compelling enough, and it feels like a game. Yeah, this
2: is. This is literally the game that I recommend to my non-game friends, just no matter what, pretty much. Just because I'm like, if they actually give this like the time of day, they're probably going to love this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um... Is anybody curious to try any of Sam Barlow's other games? I guess in specific, Telling Lies, since that one is... Pretty much, I don't want to say a sequel, but it's a similar format to this one.
1: Is it on iOS? Yeah, I'd be interested to check it out.
2: I don't know if it's on iOS.
0: It's hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> but my, just, my I guess, really
2: course. quick. It's similar as far as like everything being video, but this one, there's kind of like a main protagonist dude, and there's, I'd like to say. Four or five different people he talks to, so it's not just like him in an interview. he's actually like going around town talking to different people, and you actually find clips of both sides of the conversation.
0: Sounds alright. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I, I I look into it. Is it a um, relatively short as well?
2: Um. I'd say it might be like an hour or two
0: longer than her story, typically okay. speaking
3: okay
0: yeah Maybe, uh you guys got anything else great game great experience trevor
1: good game good experience
0: for real okay
1: <laughs> like I said I it, thought you... like what what are you what are you surprised about
2: I have no gripes about this game except for this one minor gripe and it's still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that part.
0: The what? The I don't have any gripes about this game besides this one thing. It's, it's relatively good. minor. It's a good game. It's not great. I mean, I mean, I get. It don't got to be a great game, but it's just kind of like you made it sound like you like like you liked it more, but you're saying it's all right.
1: Yeah, it's all right. It's
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's
0: it's fine.
2: I don't know no. if I'd spend any more lunch breaks playing it
1: yeah I don't know if I could if I could continue playing a game like this but what do you mean a game like this like like the telling lies the sequel I just looked it up and it is on iOS but I don't know it, uh,
0: so like there's there. so there's something you're not saying
1: I mean as far as the gameplay it just doesn't it just doesn't hold me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cool concept. Like, I, I like what they've done with the game, but I can't see myself playing more of it. Mm-hmm. Which isn't okay. necessarily indicative of, like, a great game, but it, it didn't leave me, like, wanting more. It was like, okay, well, I figured out the story. Maybe because, well, I don't know. It's...
2: Did the iOS versions have achievements?
1: I wish it did.
0: <laughs> that's it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. It, I don't know. It just wasn't the best game i played all year.
0: I mean, that's fine. Like, it's just... I feel like this is... Of all of us, this would have been your game the most. So it's kind of like... Well, it it didn't feel like I was doing
1: enough in the game. Like... I was expecting, I guess, to solve whatever the, the big crux in the game was by the end of it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that didn't necessarily happen. That's fair. That's fair. Like, the- But I, I like how this game is delivered. I like how the story is delivered.
0: Imagine it like you don't necessarily... Uh, I'm trying to think. It's It's like...
2: You're coming in after the fact, so it's not like you can, like, I get what you're
0: saying. That's kind of like Overden, too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Dante. It's like like Overden is taking it one step further. Where Overden is, you're piecing this story together, and you're trying to solve this thing. This game, you're piecing this thing together, and there's nothing to solve. You already know what happens. Um, I guess you technically know what happens in Overden. You know the ship goes, you know, like, and a bunch of the crew members die, but you don't see how the people die, and that's what you are piecing together. Whereas in this game, it's just kind of like, okay, here's the story. At the end, what do you think? You know? Like, that that's kind of it. Well,
2: I mean, you still have to find that trail to get to what actually happened.
0: Yeah, but like, I, I-, I think that you don't... It, the game still ends with you, the daughter, saying, you know, did, did you find enough information or not? Like, there's there's no like, variety in that. So whether you saw that ending part or not, it's, it doesn't yeah. matter. As long as you saw 50% of the videos, hmm. that's all that matters.
2: I get what you're saying. I just... I think that's intentional.
0: Yeah, sure. Oh, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I just like... I of of all of us, I felt like this would be the most of Trevor's alley, and it is surprising to me that like that. That's why I wanted to dig a little deeper because I knew he wasn't saying something. <laughs> He's just saying it's good, it's not great, and it's just kind of like okay, like what it what it about it, and like it makes sense now. Like there's there's not enough gameplay for you to like to like. Dig I wanted to it. feel more involved in whatever. Do you do you think that if you answer like if you solve something and it was the same gameplay, would that be enough for you? Oh yeah, definitely. Because I don't. You think so?
1: It would make me feel like whenever I found, whenever I came across a search term that uncovered new videos, that was like a, a step in the right direction for me. That was progress. You know, it felt like I was progressing in the game. Mm-hmm. But it didn't feel like that was the goal of the game. It's not just to uncover new videos. The goal felt like it was more to figure out the story. And I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's not necessarily like a, a concrete thing. It, it's just this is what the game made me feel. And, mm-hmm. and this is kind of what I had hoped to, to be doing in the game.
0: Yeah. You went in with not necessarily expectations, but you just thought the game would do something a little more than what it actually did. Right. Gotcha.
2: Or executed what it did differently. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I guess my thing in response would be like, I have never been this immersed into figuring out something in a game.
0: I don't think. And I feel this very similar i feel very similar <laughs> where i'm i'm just kind of like when well, you like,
2: bust out a pencil and paper
0: yeah yeah like like i said like this is this game this game gave me the most amount of feelings that Oberdin gave me of a game i've ever played and i was like i found it i found the game that's similar to Oberdin, and like for me what it did was enough like the part that I like about Oberdin, but I definitely get where it didn't deliver the part that Trevor needed to be fully invested, so I get that. But I I was like, man, like
1: maybe I wouldn't like that Phoenix Wright moment where, you know, you beat the case and it's just like, all right. Everything falls into place. Yeah, exactly.
2: See, for me, that was when I found out about Eve.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: That was like my, oh my god, this changes everything. Yep. yep. This is the parrot revealing on the witness stand that freaking Von Karmichan. Under- <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Oh. Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about you, Greg? G- great game, great experience?
3: Yeah. definitely. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. Cool, cool. Dante,
0: great game, great experience? Absolutely. And yeah so same for me um this is i said i can't i can't think of anything that i i wish this game would have changed i think it was it delivered on everything that i would have wanted it to like,
2: this makes me want like a netflix genre or something of just this type of thing on netflix
0: i mean i bet there is it's probably just not as good it's not what you well, want it to be it's not going to
2: be immersive like where i'm going through and being a database detective and hey stuff like I mean
0: just give it some time they got the little uh, um, search term or not search term but the uh, what is it Blunder, Blunder Bandersnatch bandersnatch, and they got other interactive Netflix things yeah they I was just watching one with my
1: daughter the um, what was it Captain Underpants they've, they've got like an N yeah Netflix, they got that so. too yep
0: yep hey man you just gotta give it a little bit more time
2: Maybe I need to get into that market. Then you can plug up
0: your keyboard, and or you can on your phone type in your your stuff. As <laughs> I'm eating my tuna
2: yeah, I sandwich.
3: To, I was about to say, that would probably be like a good like second screen experience. Just like find some way to have people use their phone as like the the keyboard or whatever, and do it that way on like Netflix or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be in the next Jackbox. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, yeah. Definitely for me too. This this was a great game, great experience. I thoroughly enjoyed playing this. I had no idea what I was getting, my, what we were getting into. Kind of like Trevor. I, I didn't do any research on this game or whatever, and I was very happy with what uh, we got. So yeah. Um. Uh. Do we have any question? Do we have a question?
3: I haven't looked at that email account forever. Oh, you're talking about us? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. every time. laughs> email? What you talking about? We don't get those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't think of anything.
2: I I got a quick one. All right. So after playing this game, are you more for or against having a twin?
3: Against. Greg has twins. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was so quick too I how do man. you really feel Greg <laughs> well I mean I'm just thinking I guess this is like a worst case scenario thing of, of like this game is but. you'll never let I your didn't... kids play this game Greg <laughs> you know <laughs> It'd be interesting to explain that to me.
0: <laughs> This is something you could do. You better not do it though. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know, like I I I've, I've grown up and like I've met a lot of twins in my life. I feel like I actually had, how many twins have you met in your life?
3: Probably like a handful. <laughs>
0: Like, i don't know why that sounds so funny when you just so, how many
2: twins have you because I, I feel like i feel like
0: i've met a lot i mean like pairs? one one pair pairs yeah or... how many pairs how many pairs of twins have you met because I, I feel like four. i because i feel like i've met a lot but i don't know what like an average you know is like how many do you meet at this point in your life because there's a lot of people too that i'm like I mean obviously you, as a kid growing up they're going to the same school and everything, but like I just found out one of my coworkers is a twin. And like I would not have known unless she said something, you know what I'm saying? Right.
3: I think most of the twins I know are like in the FTC. That's how I hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So how many pairs?
2: Like um, Nana and Popo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh
3: I definitely I can think of three off the top of my head. Three? I definitely
0: know six pairs. Six pairs. That's
2: a lot of twins.
0: I know, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's is a lot or not. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure I've met more than six. Like, I want to say at least a... ten.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Because two of my coworkers are twins. Like, they're not twins themselves, but they have twins. I've never met their their siblings, but. Mhm since like you assume you're
0: telling the truth
1: yeah but I mean I think since I was in grade school I've probably known a set of twins like every year
0: yeah that's the same thing with me Uh it was like every school that I went to I at least met one set of twins at least in my grade so I can't even imagine like other you know like that weren't in my grade but uh
2: I can think of four in my life and I will admit I have a um, I guess mild case of face blindness where everybody that's not a twin is fine but the second you introduce me to two twins I will never be able to tell them apart never
0: it's the worst I I think it just depends because like I've definitely known to, like two sets of twins that they went not I don't want to say went out of their way but they like one was a pair of girls mm-hmm. and they dressed completely different so one was more of i guess you would say the girly girl and one was more of a tomboy so uh and one had uh had a scar on her around her eye close to her eye mm-hmm. so like that was a lot easier to tell and then another set of twins boys i knew uh they um one also had a scar in the place that his twin didn't, but all the other ones I I couldn't tell. Like I I, I was I don't really remember their names, but we did, There was definitely twins that like was in our class at UAH. Oh man, those I two think... black those black dudes with the glasses.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I don't. I never. I never knew them. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know their name or anything like that. Their names, but they like I couldn't tell them apart.
2: I guess the thing I will say also in regards to, like, recognizing twins is I think 90% of my problem between identifying them was, like, I would overthink it. So, like, there were defining features for each of them, but I would have messed up so much that it becomes to the point where I can't remember what the right answer is and the wrong answer is as far as (laughs) names. So, yes, I would have been premium bait for Hannah and Eve and their little scheming and stuff mm-hmm. like that because I wouldn't have kept them straight.
0: Gotcha. Well, going back to your question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but I wouldn't use it for nefarious purposes. <laughs>
2: but what if they did?
0: My twin? No, you're saying, if could I have a twin? Right?
2: I'm saying, yeah, you could, but what if they wanted to use you for nefarious purposes? So F you.
0: Well, I feel like my twin would have a similar personality to me.
2: I'm sure Hannah we, felt the same way until we Z- were you. raised together.
0: We were raised together. <laughs> we were not long lost. The what, about, what about you?
2: I, I think I'm good, man. Because I mean, I, I'm an only child in the first place, so oh, the concept yeah. of like a brother sister. <laughs> It just seems like it would complicate things.
0: Definitely. What
1: about you, Trevor? Um I would prefer to have a long lost twin that I meet later in life. Dang.
2: But then you find out they're like evil and Yeah, what if (laughs) you meet them in their MAGA hat.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) Wow. They're raised by white people.
2: Here I bought you um my best brute straps here.
0: <laughs> your twin your twin brother is like Clayton Bixby or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh I guess I'm the only one that is uh okay okay yeah i will be the only one then that's fine. Oh that's fine. Um I guess do we got anything else? This this ran longer than I thought it was. <laughs> Alright, where can people
1: find you at, Trevor? You can find me on the internet, on Twitch. I'm thinking about streaming um, some games I've been putting off, like uh, Life is Strange 2, probably. So you can find me on Twitch at Lyric Unsung.
0: Okay. Where can people find you at,
3: Greg? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Boombox Zero. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash MagNegro with the zero at the end, and on YouTube. I've actually been uploading stuff there, so you can find me on YouTube at MagNegro.
0: Okay, where can people find you at, Dante?
2: Um, people can find me streaming at twitch.tv slash cloud. I just played through pretty much the entirety of Final Fantasy VII with a difficulty mod attached, but... I'm stuck on the end game, so I probably am gonna switch to something different. I'm literally looking at a copy of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order right
0: now, so that will probably be the. next. Um, you can find me on Instagram at mark underscore Dizzle. and yeah, that's about it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing online games. I'm playing too much Breath of the Wild, so I'll be on my Switch, but in real life. So, what is my switch? What is my name? <laughs> your number. It's Marcus. Marcus. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo and their, their, their
1: friend codes.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what my friend code is. But, yeah, I'll be playing Breath of the Wild on there. So, um, uh, yeah. Um, if you like, tuning in to Miss Checkpoints to find out about Hidden Gems, cult classic indie games, to share us with your friends, family, and family, uh, comment on our Facebook page, add us on Twitter, leave us a review, preferably five stars on Apple Podcasts, so we can appear higher on the Leaser category. Um, and that is it for Her Story, and we have one more game this month, it's still Greg's month, and it is, what, Gunpoint, right? Uh, yeah. Alright, cool. So we got Gunpoint coming up, um, maybe in, what, two weeks?
3: Uh, Probably.
0: Maybe funny. we can record it on the twenty third. Does that work for everybody?
3: <laughs> uh, I don't think I got anything going on then. Let's let's say that and then yeah, that's the changed. last
0: Sunday of the month. Okay, cool. So we'll try to shoot for that. Um, yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Um, anything? Anything else? Once, twice. All right. Well, we're missed checkpoints and we're out. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.